Hey, welcome back to You Should Know This Song. I'm Race. I'm Reed. Welcome one and all. We are Mixed Apes. Yeah, we're getting ready to do uh, another episode of You Should Know This Song, which is what you came here for. Let's hope. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You Should Know This Song, if you haven't figured it out by now, is a podcast based on a series of lyric challenges that we use to run our mouths about music. (laughs) Right. We throw a, a piece of lyrics or some twist on song lyrics at each other and watch the other guy squirm trying to figure out what song, what artist, and all that they belong to. And then, uh, you know, we talk about that and whatever that spins out into, which oftentimes doesn't end up being about that. But hopefully it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at the very least, um, we're long-winded. Right. Uh, Anyway, let's, uh, let's get moving on the episode. What do you say? Seems like it's time to get into it. Here we go. All right. So here we are, uh, Reed and Race, getting ready to go into... The next episode of what we hope is as enjoyable for you as it is for us. This segment of the episode, this first segment, is our favorite. Is it our favorite? Uh, it's the one that started the whole thing. Yeah, it's kind you of right. should it's know this song, right? I mean, right. We, we kind of call it Prime for shorthand, but right because of Prime Primates, we've been over that. Yeah, we're a couple yeah. of primates. We Ad act nauseum. like it, and so forth. He acts like it more than I do, but we won't go into that. So Prime, where we. Uh, Try to trick each other with lyrics. We get a second clue. And then if we want to, we just blather about the whole thing. There you okay. go. So I think today I'm going to start, if that's cool with you. I have no argument with that. I'm let's, pretty sure that I'm going to stump you here. Let's see what you can make happen. So here's a lyric for you. You should know this song. Oh, yes. Uh, it's another, it's a, It's a, an attempt to trick me with what we have talked about. We probably shouldn't attempt to trick each other with uh, light the candle, put the lock upon the door is the lyric challenge. And that is Steely Dan. Uh, Dirty Work. Yes. From Pretzel Logic? No, I think no. it's from Can't Buy a Thrill, the first Can't one. Can't Buy a Thrill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Becker and Fagan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to say 1975. You, you have sent the maid home early like a thousand times, times before. before. I don't think I have the year for this one, but I want to say it was 1975. Yeah. All right. Well, you then you, now I got you, that song stuck in my head. That good, song good, good. is oh. not is one of the very few that was actually recorded that was not sung by Donald Fagan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that sung by Becker? No, it's sung by He's, the guy that was the singer for the first three songs. Essentially, <laughs> he like made it through half the album before they decided they didn't want that sound. I think I never I'm thought about sure that, that before. That, what that was? I mean, I recognized it. You know but how, I, ne- I don't. I never looked into it or thought about the yeah, fact he, that it. And I, I, I guess I always assumed that that wasn't Fagan because it was Becker. I mean, I was just like, well, it's not Donald Fagan, and yeah, who else no, is it going to be? No, it's that's, gonna be- the, that's the other guy. That the because right. they actually had a singer on that first album, right? Right. And I don't think that's he funny. made it through the first five tunes. I really don't. I mean, he may have actually recorded them. I don't think they made it to the recording. He, he on, survived them. It's not like yes. he didn't make... You, you know, we never I know. Mean, it's it's a little traumatic. Might, you know, it could be in, buried in the <laughs> desert for all we know. I, um, I think they would probably like that being said. I don't fact. Know. Okay, so that song, what I was going to say about that song is that it's... I think it's probably pretty obvious that it's kind of a haunting vocal line, at least. Yeah, and I think the... Uh, he does a great job with the vocals on that yeah, song. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. It, it's always had a... Um, not a Steely Dan song feel to me. Probably right. because of the vocals. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, I mean, the chorus the <clears throat> chorus definitely sounds like Steely Dan. Yeah, yeah. But the individual verses do not, because you're probably right, it probably has to do with it being that it's not Fagan sing- yeah. singing. 
Okay, it's my turn, right? I think so. Well, you better be ready for this, pal. Okay, here's your clue. There is no real perfection. There'll be no perfect day. I'm not getting anything. I really from hope that. you you should know this song. First off, yeah, yeah, you should know this song. And I, I really think you're hope you to say get that before I say it. I, <laughs> true. I really hope you get this song because it is a great song to remember. I hadn't thought about this song in a long time, and when when it popped into my head the other day, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that song popped into my head. So here's your second clue. Just love is our connection, the truth in what we say, so listen to my song. So let me let me do this again. There is no real perfection, there'll be no perfect day. Just love is our connection, the truth in what we say. So listen to my song. That listen to my song part tweaks something, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it. What do you got? It is Perfection by Badfinger. Okay. So listen to my song of life. You don't need a gun or a knife. Does that ring a bell? Yes. Successful conversation is kind of the thing that makes you think it's the name of the song. Right. In the um, in the chorus. Uh, but do you, do you, does that ring a bell now? Do it you does, song? yes. yes, yeah. yes. I just, man, I love that song. Love that song. All the words of that song, the sound, the singing, the guitar strum, the whole thing. I just love that song. Uh, anyways, Badfinger, written by Peter Hamm, 1971, off of the Straight Up album. And for me, that song should still be played currently on the radio. (laughs) Anyway. That's um, why they make personal media, right? Yes, that's why you're listening to your YouTube music and your other streaming services. All right, well, I'm sorry I didn't have anything there. I think I've got one here that you might uh, smack yourself in the head for when you don't get it. Oh, yeah, thanks for setting me up. You should know this song. I'm so ready for this. You don't really love that guy you make it with now, do you? You don't really love that guy you make it with now, do you? No, that's not something. Something there is. What's my next clue? Give me another one. I know you don't love that guy because I can see right through you. Yes. No, it's not by Yes. No, it's not a Yes song. It's not off of Yes songs either because it's not a song by Yes. I know you don't love that guy because I can see right through you. Oh, my gosh. It's trying to bubble up, but it's not. Go. The song is called Superman. The band is called R.E.M. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am not Superman right now. (laughs) Well, you know, the way that I've been rolling, um, I don't feel bad for you at all. (coughs) The album, the, the, um, I'm so sorry. And I love R.E.M. And I love that song. And I'm, I'm sorry, R.E.M. I'm just plain sorry. (laughs) That's, uh, written by, uh, Gary Zickley and Michael Butler, Mitchell Butler. I believe that it was someone else's song and someone else's actual hit. Really? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't um, know that I ever heard that. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I don't want to say hit. I mean, Maybe I, it was like a country hit or... or, or a, there was a song from the Baltics. A lot. And we never heard it. And <laughs> they, just, they just adapted Where it to English. Where do you come from with this group? Oh, man. Anyway, so apparently you didn't know this song. I didn't know this song. And again, I have to... I do know that song, and I know where those lyrics are in that song, and now I've listened to the whole thing in my head, actually twice. Darn it. What a great song, and I wish I remembered it. Okay, it's you, so uh, I hope you don't embarrass yourself like I did, friend. You should know this song. Once upon a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. Okay, so I'm guessing this is not the poem by Poe. No, I don't know it. Go ahead and give me an exclusive, please. It's not Edgar Allan Poe. I really hope 
that you know this song because I think you know this band and I think you'll appreciate this band for a couple of really good reasons. Okay, next clue is... Couldn't escape the memory of the phone call and the words you said. Once upon a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. Couldn't escape the memory of couldn't couldn't escape the memory of the phone call. I'll give you I'll give you, you another clue. Think of oh you, you getting I, it? I I know that I'm not going to get it, but I know that I know it. The best harmonica player in the past twenty years, easy. Uh, that would be easy. That would be uh, blues traveler. Hey, uh, John Popper. Is that John his name? Popper. Yeah, it's Runaround. Uh, really? Blues traveler. Yeah. Why you want to give me the round over? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, I'm, I'm just reading. The, I'm sorry. I'm, st- I'm silent. I was just reading the <laughs> lyrics, trying to place them in the song. Yeah, I should have had that one. That's actually the I first. Should have uh, known that that's song. actually the first two two lines of the lyrics of the song. Uh, and I thought that because of that, to me, the very first two lines of the song are so like they hit me right away. Um, I was hoping it would trigger for you. So that was Blues Traveler. That was written by John Popper. 1994 from the album Four, and man, what a great song! What a great album! What a great band! What a great all band. the way around. Yeah, I just like my my youngest son. He calls, he says that listening to that band is one of his quote unquote guilty pleasures. Huh? And I, I get what he's saying in that it's kind of pop, and he's definitely not a pop guy, right? But that band is so good, and he's easily the best harmonica player that's come around in the last 20 years. Easily. Um, I mean, I've, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody outside of the blues genre come anywhere close to what he does. Right. With the harmonica. It blows me away. The only other thing that pops to mind for me, and I don't know a lot of harmonica players, so I don't mean to offend anybody by not including them, but his harmonica playing always uh, reminded me of how amazed I was with Stevie Wonder's harmonica playing. And, you know... John Popper is, in my opinion at least, a little more accomplished. You won't, Not you won't, to mention you won't find me saying this often, but he's he's definitely better than Stevie Wonder is Stevie, at that. Right, at that, at that. So, yeah, just amazing. And I don't get the, um, I mean, I know they have their share of pop songs. Their songs were played on pop radio, but also rock radio. Their crossover, big time. And like um, the song The Hook, I mean, is just such a great yeah, I mean, Some all their stuff. But I think what it is is that generally he tends to listen to more complex music. Yeah. I think that's probably where he's coming from. And I'm, I'm, sp- I'm not trying to speak for him, obviously. I'm right. just my assumption. So. Okay. Enough blathering on that. Unless you want us to blather on that some more. I could. I'm, Don't I'm, threaten me with a good time. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I try to avoid listening to you if I can at all. It's understandable. Um, so I think I might have one for you here that's going to... It's it's too, too easy, actually. So... You should know Too easy. I know that uh, rapper, Too Easy. Um, My lyric challenge is, I have waited a lifetime, spent my time so foolishly, but now that I've found you, together we'll make history. There you go. Uh, Okay, the second part of that I just came up with because I figured it out. So I've waited a lifetime. The one called Foreigner. Right. That album got a lot of play by me. And that, that got a lot um, of play by everybody. By everybody. And, yeah, Foreigner was all over the radio from there for for a couple more albums, too, I know. but um, Well, that first one was really pretty amazing in that it, I don't know, remember anybody coming new on the scene. Yeah. And kind of just, like, taking over like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that was 76. The first album, it was on the album Foreigner. It's written by Mick Jones. Like, the people that were in Foreigner, yeah. like, 
Spooky Tooth, King Crimson, Frampton, Aerosmith. Oh, they're they're Hunter, derived from yeah. All yeah, those yeah. guys, like all those guys, were big time professional musicians. Yeah, right. It was kind of a Lou Graham, kind of a super group thing. Yes, right. But I don't know that that was anything that people knew at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I. It's interesting because I don't. As much as their music was played, and as much it was, I mean, it was played on um, a, a huge crossover rock, hard rock, even pop radio, mm-hmm. you know, spectrum. And on none of them, and what you would have expected on the rock stations, I don't recall a lot of conversation by the DJs about that aspect of it. Like, right. it, I mean, like King Crimson's a pretty heavy duty, intense, yeah. early on prog band. You would think Absolutely. that somebody would have. Said, "Hey, and Spooky Tooth. I mean, they Spooky Tooth. Yeah, they had a lot. I mean, of, they had a lot of airplay. Lots so going on there. You would think that somebody would have said, but I mean, I don't. I just don't remember it being talked about. Right, like, acknowledged That's a lot. And it seems like it would have been good fodder for, for you know, on on radio stations that had a little more liberty to chat about that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Great song. Great band. Um, I am a little. You liked. You were a Foreigner fan, right? Early on. Um, okay. I, I think once they got to maybe the third album. I was like, okay, uh, I've had enough. I know. I mean, you know, I don't want to say that they're, they all sound alike. It's not like they're Boston. You know what I mean? Like, because Boston, the songs, the albums actually sounded similar, or or even those three or four Floyd albums that were all kind of the same musically thematically. But they were definitely like I I I hit a saturation point. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, at the at the moment there those few albums, the Boston Journey foreigner thing mm-hmm. but i i've heard you comment on your inability to deal with the oversaturation from a couple of those other bands and i was wondering if you got oversaturated with foreigner as well yeah i mean then the thing is is you know i'm an obnoxious prick right i mean like like we know that going into the game right so that <clears throat> and that's putting it mildly i mean yeah exactly <laughs> i'm a toned down obnoxious <laughs> prick but you know what i'm saying is like my opinion about that stuff it doesn't mean jack Sure, sure. You know, I, I, and I don't want anybody to get the feeling that, or the impression that I'm kind of, you know, I mean, I certainly was a musical snob for a long oh, time. Yeah, weren't we all? Um, aren't we all at some point or another, whether you, you want know. to be or not? Oh, this band's better. That band's better. Yeah. No, I, I was, knew about I them was before, more asking. Yeah. Uh, I was more asking if you, you yeah, know, wondering if because we hadn't talked about that in particular, wondering if you had also reached sort of. Yeah, a, I hit the wall with yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard enough of Foreigner for a while. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in hell, they had like. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna say I'm pulling it out of my left ear, right? But I'm gonna say they had 12 or 13 top 50 top 50 hits. And during that same time, the journey was just all over you, and Boston was all over you. And I relate Foreigner coming out to the timeline that Sticks was also really getting some 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 airplay. So I'm I'm just going to try to do this on the top of my head. So Foreigner, I'm going to say, came out around 75 or 76, that first album, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Sticks, Lady was probably 72 or 73. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then that next album, Crystal Ball. So that would have been kind of in the same era. Yeah. Journey, I've got like 78, 79, 80. Well, the Greg Raleigh singing years... But before pre-Steve Perry, right, right, they right. Had, which is when they when I became aware right, of them. When they really hit the, the right. airwaves, yes. when they really started they getting been, their heavy crossover airplay, because they big, were but they not, were a rock station yeah. band before that, right. really successful. Yeah, band. and Boston probably kind of right in between there, <laughs> I think. Anyway, that was fun. Is it me? Do I get to smash you? Yes, I think you do. Well, take a taste of this, big fella.
Should I know this song? You should know this song. <laughs> Am I forgetting that part? Is that what's every time. Oh, 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 every breath I take. Oh, 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 every move I make. Boy, I don't know what that could possibly be. <laughs> you don't. You so don't. why don't you give me the next clue, please? Oh, here's your second clue. Or, ba- oh, baby, please don't go. Um, no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I kind of... It sounds like it's I a take on the I kind of did that to police. prank you a yes, little bit, yes, but... It sounds um, like a take on the police. You'll be surprised, because you do know the song, and you know the lyrics and whatever. Um, it's Dire Maker by Led Zeppelin. Oh, Dear Maker. Dear Maker, sorry. Um, that was... Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go. Uh, 1973, Houses of the Holy, and... Um, written by everybody, everybody in the band. Everybody in the band wrote this, uh, some of that song, which is kind of surprising because, I mean, oh, 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 how how many people does it take to write that? <laughs> Did each of them toss it up? Put another O in there for me. Yeah. Put another O in there for me. <laughs> Just kidding, fellas. You're the greatest, and I mean that. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, I. I so Jamaica. I would have you know, been. Do you know Jamaica? Like what that means. I don't. Okay, so think of the rhythm of that song, the sound of that song. It's not Dire Maker, it's Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh, yeah. It's a Jamaica. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's done in kind a of a reggae ish. Reggae beat. Yeah. Right. That's, little... that's what they were doing. They were saying, here's our thing in this yeah. genre. I get it. I get it. I did not uh, I did not ever know that. Somebody somebody had to tell me that. Shame so. on me. Yes. I, I, I'm always ashamed of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm counting on it. Uh, so I was, um, I would have been really, really impressed if you had guessed those lyrics. Uh, yeah, I would have been impressed too. <laughs> All righty. So uh, I guess it's my turn. Righto. I'm going to skip past one and come back to it because I've got something I just really cannot get off of my chest here. Oh, you should, mixing it up. That's, you should that is, know uh, this song. That is definite trouble. Oh, yeah. You want to share uh, it with the crowd? The lyric I was given is, well, listen, kid, you paid for the call. You ain't bad, but we... No, this is me saying what comes after that. You ain't bad, but we've heard it all before. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, but hold on, because uh, the, I'm not going to be able to think of the band name. I uh, love the... Uh, what's the name of the song? The hook in the song that's a takeoff, the Beatles song. I love the keyboard sound of the song. And the name of the song is... The chorus. Yeah. Don't call us. Don't call us, child. We'll call you. Don't call us. We'll call you. Who is that? I was stuck on thinking of the band. Who is the band? Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf. And I can't Damn. tell you, I wouldn't know anything else that they did. And I'm not, I'm not shooting at them. I wouldn't know. No, no. That was that was definitely their their um, airplay song. I, I know they weren't a one-hit wonder entirely. but No, not at all. Um, Jerry Corbetta and John Carter are the authors. I do not have the year recorded on this nor the album because I'm a complete loser. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's yeah, such a great yeah. song. And then they actually that's play kind song. of the Beatles. The, the Yeah, that's what I was saying. The they do right that little uh, homage to the... Uh, yes, sounds like John, Paul, and George. What What is that hook from? I'm a believer and I feel fine. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm a believer is a different yes, uh, yes, uh, 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 band with four guys up. in it. They were um, primates, not uh, bugs. <laughs> not insects. Okay, not insects. I'll take that. <clears throat> okay, I believe that makes it your turn. Here we go. Here we go. Wind it up. There you go. 
And the lyric is, I've hitched a ride with a vending machine repairman. I want to say... You should know this song, I want to say that's Sheryl Crow. You want to say that because... It is Sheryl Crow. It is Sheryl Crow. Um, He said he'd been down that road more than twice. This is... uh, It was a huge hit for her. Huge hit. And a great song. Uh, Santa Monica Boulevard? It's on the same album. Uh, It is on the same album. But I don't know the name of the song. That... The Santa Monica Boulevard is... uh, have fun now. Now I'm mixing it up with Cindy Lauper's "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Oh, every day every is a day, wind- every day is a winding road. Is the yes, yes, this every day song. is a winding road. And uh, Cheryl Crow, and that was written by Cheryl Crow, Jeff Trot, Brian McLeod, released in 1996. Still Which such is a, a great long song. damn time ago. Such a great song, and she's great. And um, I don't have any jokes to make about her, or you know, mean spirited things well, good, to say because don't. I just can't come up with it right now. Except she hits a ride with a vending machine repairman. Did she do that intentionally? She was like passing other cars by, like I'm. No, I'm waiting for a vending machine. <laughs> I, I I doubt that. But right, probably not. I think I, she isn't she from relatively near here. Kennett, Missouri, baby. Boot there you Hill. Go. Boot Hill. Yeah, she's from the Midwest. I've time. been to Kennett, Missouri. My family used to go fishing there when my we were visiting my grandmother in the Boot Hill in Carothersville. Oh, I know where Carothersville is. Yes. And the when actual, you lived in, in Chicago, yes. you would drive to the Boot Hill of Missouri. Uh, we alternated between my father's family and my stepmother's sure, family. Sure, sure. And my Yeah, that drive to from Chicago yeah. to the boot heel of Missouri must have been a... It's an ugly it's drive. There's not much going on. You know what I'm saying? The other family was in North well, Carolina. Well, you get down 55. There's some nice hilly... Uh, it's nice looking territory, but uh, we don't need to go into that. Yeah, the other family was in Carolina, and that was a much prettier drive. The right, dri- right, The drive right. through... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Although... Neither here nor there. Um, but yes, I have been to Kennett, Missouri. <clears throat> When you were driving the drive from Chicago to the boot heel, part of the way you were following the highway through the cradle of the Civil War... Okay, I was. Uh, and I was also for part of it on Route 66. On <laughs> Route 66, is, that's true. That's you were true. getting your kicks. And you didn't even there know. you go. And actually, I was riding. I was not driving because I would have been like 12 well, years old. Well, true, true. So is are it, we, are is we it, moving on? Uh, is it one more each? I think it's one more each. I think it's one more each. Okay. All right, so this, then, one's, this uh, you, one's mine to give to you. Yes, it's true. It is. So I Should I know that. it? Uh, you should definitely know this song. Oh. Folks, I should know this song. You should know this song. I don't know why um, you don't know this song. The lyric is, I really meant I was sorry for ever causing you pain. Oh, I know this song and I'm not going to be able to think of it. I really meant I was sorry for ever causing you pain. Uh, Cold Shot, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, The second lyric clue that Race just gave me is, uh, you showed your appreciation by walking out anyway. And that's a cold shot, babe. Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, isn't that off of uh, Texas Flood? I believe so. And our oh my gosh, it's so long ago, and it shouldn't be because that song that was nineteen was it eighty eight? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, w. C. Clark and Mike Kindred. It's a traditional blues tune. It's not actually Stevie's original. It's song. not Stevie's original, right, right? Right. But that happens so much in the blues. I'm sorry, but the uh, crap for it. The guitar hook for that. Song Stevie's guitar hook for that song was I don't want to say it's what put him on the map, but this was the radio airplay song in part because of the because that of that little, guitar the, yeah. riff. Right. Yeah, that one. And his um 
And his sound Phenomenal. was just so, so, so. Spectacular, exciting yes. playing. Oh, my gosh. I still hear it and just want to hear it. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you a clue now. All right. Should I know this song? For another one. You should know this song. So, know it. It's all right to tell me what you think about me. I won't try to argue or hold it against you. No, I don't have anything. Give me the next you're piece gonna of have that. To, you're going to have to think... You know, all alternative rock bands, a little newer, but they've still got some years on them. But they're a huge, and currently is still a presence in the alternative rock scene. So when I move, I'm flaming. I'm flailing, flailing now. Now, it'll happen once again. You'll turn to a friend. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, it's that. It's not pulling anything. I'm, I'm feeling like a failure here. I was hoping that it. I was hoping that it's a band you know. I hope you know this song. It's Damn It by Blink-182. This is growing up. Doesn't ring a bell? No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Uh, Blink-182. Phenomenal, fantastic, wonderful Blink-182. And that song from 1997. I think my youngest child just got tickets to an upcoming Blink concert as a birthday gift. Oh, That's happening next year. Very she's nice. Very excited about yeah. that. Happening next year. Is it happening like September? Or I'm only going to touch on this for a minute because I'm so old that you I'm watching. I'm looking at these billboards for in November for concerts. Like the other day, I was driving down the road and Green Day's billboard was up on the highway, literally for their concert in September. What is happening? I don't <laughs> like know. A, We've moved the. Preparation and celebration and uh, decoration for Christmas back to June now. Oh, well, so, true. Yeah. So I start, guess we uh, could, you know. They started putting up the Halloween decorations in May. So Exactly. Yeah. Uh, get off couple, of my oh, lawn. Couple. <laughs> exactly. You darn kids. Um, so anyway. You're right, though. I have seen that. It is odd that, that, you know. I mean, I could see it if it's a huge globally known band, you know. For example, someone like the Stones is doing their last tour kind of thing. Right, right. Then I could see that, no, you know, yeah, I'm buying tickets a year in advance. Right. Yeah, I could, I could make some, I could rationalize that somehow, which, right. you know, might seem like a slap in the face to whoever, Green Day, Blink-182. It just boggles my mind that they're, you know, they're booking out their tour and selling their tickets that far out. I, it, it's just hard to imagine. Did I just anyway. recently see that Green Day is... Is coming is going to do a tour here soon. Oh yeah, yeah. They're that's what I that's what I was saying. The billboard's up. They're coming. They've got a new album on. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like I've, it. I've heard a little bit about it. I actually haven't actually heard any. I've of heard it. a couple of songs. They're the college radio play songs at this point. But okay. um, so again, that was Blink One Eighty Two. Great band. If you don't know them, you should know them. I was looking at all this. Sorry, Blink One Eighty Two guys, but um, I was looking at all this on the web to you know get my my details down for the song. There are a couple of images of them currently, the Blink-182 guys, uh-huh. and I haven't looked at a picture of them since. You know, they're like a, they're like a skate punk right. band-ish, West Coast-ish skate punk band. Sure. And that's what I had in my head. You know, a bunch of 22-year-olds, yeah, no. 19, 20, 23-year-olds. They're not 19, 20, or 23 anymore. Yeah, um... The album was Dude Ranch. Is that what you've got? The album was Dude Ranch, yes. And uh, Mark, uh, Mark Hobbes, Scott Rayner, and Tom DeLong. And the only reason I jump ahead right. to that is because you know what Tom DeLong's doing these days? I don't. Tom DeLong, last I heard, is uh, frontman and um, I want to say mouthpiece, but that sounds derogatory and that's not my intent. <laughs> right. Uh, for a 
Star Something Academy. They're uh, alien, UFO. Oh, oh, really? The truth is out there, people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I'm sure, I, I want to say it's Star Something Academy. I could easily be wrong about right, that. Right, right. Not the Star Chamber. No, it's no, a no, no, thing. no, 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 um, no. But, I mean, it's a completely legitimate deal, and he is, like, really, really, really into, into it. Uh, he is, he's, he, you see him on the... I'm going to look that up. The, uh, you know, the people that are in MUFON and the other organizations yeah, that yeah, are looking yeah. at aliens. And, and I'm not saying it in any kind of a derogatory way. I'm no, kind no, of one of those people myself. Right. But, yeah, Tom DeLonge is, is definitely like... That's what this whole thing is about, is us talking about stupid sideways crap like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. there's no so, apologies here. You didn't say the dumbass is doing that. No, and Nothing he's, like he's that. Not you just said, way, so. uh, you said he's doing that. So it's interesting. All right, um, well, I guess that brings us to the end of this video. I think this we're going to have to of, cut uh, it off. Cut the of You crap. should know this song. The segment, anyway. Our prime segment. Um, yeah, we're to the end of that, and we're moving on. We're moving on, folks. Well, that was a good time. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah you. I enjoyed really good. That. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that, too, anybody out there. And thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for being out there and enjoying it and listening to it. And, yeah, again, we hate to ask, but please remember to... Uh, Subscribe and share and like and all of those Please things. Please like us. If you like us, you know, just make us aware of the fact that you like <laughs> us in the most genuine and heartfelt and way. And by the way, um, I want to take the opportunity to ask you to uh, swing by the website, www.mixedapes.com or you should know this song.com. Yes, point to either, the same song. either one will and, uh, get you to where you really want to be. And first off, you know, uh, fill in the, uh, the little subscribe thing that allows us to let you know when something's going on. Secondarily, take a look at the charities page. There's a, a half a dozen or so uh, organizations that we really feel, yeah. feel strongly about. Yeah, we're trying to do this and have fun doing this and enjoy ourselves doing this and hopefully give you some entertainment doing this. But we also want to, you know, acknowledge the fact that there's uh, good stuff to be done in the world. And there are organizations doing good stuff. Absolutely. Not just trying to entertain people yeah. with their time. Yeah. And, and you'll find uh, there's a wide variety of, of, not of charities on the site. And uh, there's no benefit for us in directing you there. Your The links go directly to their sites. And Correct. At any rate. Just something we feel like uh, should be out there. Yeah. Please take a look and, and, and do what you can for the folks that need so, help. So, hey, Race. Hey. Uh, do you want to do uh, Ask and You Shall Deceive? Uh, sure. That sounds sure, like I a think great idea like to read. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go quite that far. I don't know that you've ever been responsible for a great idea, but I, I do know that that sounds like a good Just time. Keeping to so. myself. There you go. My uh, invisible friends tell me that I have lots of great ideas. Um, so asking you shall deceive, for those of you who are uninitiated, is uh, where we turn a, uh, part of the song lyric content into a question for the other person so that if they can figure it out and answer it, they have figured out what song is they answer essentially as a lyric, the lyric, right? Probably they're going to answer it as a lyric. So, um, yeah, it's uh, kind of fun to watch the other person agonize and see their eyes spin around in their head as they're trying to figure out what you're talking about. Race, you got one ready? I do. It's a kind of a simple one to kind of illustrate the point. Actually. Um, what can't Sammy do in his trans am? Oh my gosh. Sammy can't. Can I scream it? No. He can't drive fifty-five. There you go. He just can't drive fifty-five. Um, and that is, uh, I can't drive fifty-five. Uh, Sammy Hager is the artist as well as the songwriter. The the uh, year was 84, 19, uh, 1984, not twenty eighty-four. <laughs> and the uh, the album was uh, VOA, I believe, was the name of it. 
Um, and I did see an interesting thing. He there's he does he actually partners with if not F1 then NASCAR on a couple of commercials about driving 55. And one of the you mean guys, back back in that not not that back really not that far back. Yeah, excuse me. Is that uh is that like a for, for California? Thing? I don't remember ever seeing that. Like a public service? No, 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 thing? no, no. Like a commercial for NASCAR. Oh, 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 oh. And I believe the guy that he partners with is the number drives the number fifty five car, oh. and they kind of make a little joke about it, kind of a thing, right? Because they won't let Sammy drive number fifty five, so yeah. I can't drive fifty five. Exactly. They probably didn't actually do that, but that's what I would have done if it was my. Yes, yes, I would agree. I would agree. So anyway, that's uh, we've covered all that. That's how the the format works. So boy, did I listen to that song a lot. Oh, it was on the radio. Yeah, it was all over. But I listened to the whole album too. But um, that song, I'm embarrassed. Well, then you would remember the second song I referenced in that question was Trans Am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, all um, all some weird memories flashing back. Okay, uh, here is one for you. How about? Not the seasons, nor wind, nor the sun or the rain fear this person. Uh, I don't, I'm, the reaper is don't fear the reaper. Right. <laughs> I, I don't get the clue, though. Um, it's not the seasons, it's the Caesars. Caesars don't fear the reaper. Oh, I have made a lyric boggle. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's how I heard it. And now I'm going to have to find out which one of us is right on that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I got to know that. The, nor do the wind or the sun or the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the Caesars makes more sense. I, I would than think the seasons, so. Yeah. But I, I've always heard seasons because uh, because wind, sun, rain. You know what I mean? Like uh, natural elements, na- you know, exactly. uh, nature things going on. But Caesars, I can see needing to fear the Reaper. Or not fearing the Reaper, I guess, is more to the point. The lyrics look at, like it says, seasons don't fear the Reaper. So apparently I'm the one huh. that made a lyric boggle. I love this right now. This is great. This looks great on you, by the way. <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I, I've been uh, trying but to. But you did. You guessed the song regardless. Yes, I so, did. So songs don't fear the Reaper. That's Boys And the I've Cult. just checked two different websites, and in both cases it says seasons. So <clears throat> I'm going to say I'm the idiot here as opposed to you, and that's really hard now, for Now someone needs to utilize that idea of the Caesars not fearing the reaper and uh do a spoof song with regard yes there you go there you go <laughs> okay so blue oyster cult 1976 written by donald roser and off the album agents of fortune great album great really album. album was a, one that my little sister played non-stop um <laughs> back in those days that's so funny to hear you say my little sister play i can imagine this irritating little kid who keeps playing that album turn that racket out you know, anyway, whatever <laughs> Uh, she is little and she is irritating, but she's not a kid. <laughs> okay, um, who's only taken calls for cash? Only taking or ta- has taken only taken only taking tense. only only taking, taking calls, calls for, for cash. cash. Yeah, that one's not getting me. Is there another? Do you have another question? Uh, it's not out there. I, I don't have. Other I questions. need a second clue. Um, it's kind of a bluesy saxophone thing going on. Does that give you anything? No, the it's, album it's really that, not hit me at the all. The album that it came off of, pretty much every song was just <clears throat> brilliant. It's wait, the, wait, who's the band first? Maybe I can. Dire Straits. No, uh, most of the taxis and most of the whores are only <laughs> taking calls for cash from your latest trick yeah, off of Brothers yeah. in Arms. I did not. Yeah, obviously, uh, Mark Knopfler having written that. Right, right. Um, looks like 1985 was when that came arms. out. Man, I tell you, I don't, I don't think there's a bad song on that entire album. 
I had the album with um, Romeo and Juliet on it, and what album was um, uh, Roller Girl? Um, mm, the, uh, not making movies. Wasn't it making? Is it making movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that album. Okay, and I listened to the crap out of it, but I didn't. I didn't get. To yeah, this this was the one that I overplayed. <laughs> right. You know. Um, right. I don't know what it is. There's just so much. It's not necessarily, you know, the most complex or brilliant musically. The lyrics are always well written. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I kind of equate Knopfler with uh, Sting as a lyricist. They, they're kind of both. They, yeah, I can see. I don't that. know that it's the same style, but they both have like a depth to the a depth to depth. their. <laughs> I actually have been using a these depth, all like day. a Johnny depth to their. They have uh, a depth to their lyrics um, that I really kind of dig. Yeah, Maybe yeah. That's what it is. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, I so anyway, I appreciate it. Uh, Mark Knopfler, writer, yes. etc. Yes, yes, yes. I did. I, by the way, I did get a. Uh, I did get lo- lost on a little bit of a rabbit hole about him and his brother. The, they were in a band together, and then the brother, I believe he might have been the older brother, left the band because Mark Knopfler was being too authoritative and driving huh. the bus and so forth. And he left the band like right as they took off. Huh. And he did. Uh, he did do a couple of albums, if I'm not mistaken, and he had a moderate amount of success, but certainly not on the Dire Straits. Dire Straits, yeah, level. Yeah. Right, right, right. That would make you ask a lot of conflicting questions if you were that person who stepped away. <laughs> not to make light of the whole thing, I'm sure it was, but the first thing that flashed in my head is, which, how, would you, how would you look, which perspective would you take on what right. happened? Yeah, I, I think that was like they weren't, like they weren't. Right. Being family for a while. I don't right. know if that still if that ended up happening. Well, hate to hear that. Right. Anyway, uh, hate to hear that. And anyway, okay. Here's my question, lyric challenge for you. You can get anything except who and what at this place of business. I know I'm going to know it, and I can't think because um, you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Hey, there you go. Nice. Ex- accepting Alice. Yes, accepting Alice. You can get anything you want. Accepting Alice. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Alice's Restaurant, Arlo Guthrie. Do you want me to say how old that song is? Uh, I know how old I am, and it's almost that old. I'm going to say 1968, 69. Ooh, that was very close. 67. Wow. 67. The album's Alice's Restaurant also. That's a a phenomenal album. Um, There's several different uh, anti-war things on there. (laughs) Yes. Country Joe and the Fish did some stuff at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think they might have actually toured together. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. But I seem to see, like, for some reason in my head, seeing them on the same stage doing stuff. Right, right, you know, right. Certainly, in, I don't remember seeing that. It's something that I would have seen in a documentary because in seven right. years old. I was going to say, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a little before I was going to any concerts. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, footage of it and that kind of thing. Um, written by Arlo Guthrie and Gary Sherman and the spoken part of that song. Oh, yeah. Just, you know. On the Group W bench. Yeah. I actually the, walked into a, I was in a... I walked into a nearby brewery recently with my wife and some friends yeah. and saw a guy that I know that works. I only know him because he works at the store that I go to. And I, as I was walking by his table, I heard them talking about the Group W bench. <laughs> and it completely changed my perspective on yeah. the guy. Yeah, like yeah. I, I have a whole different feel for that guy now yeah, exactly. from what I've ever seen right. him when he's being the person that he's being at work. You know what I mean? Anyway. The four by six color glossy pictures with the circles and arrows. Paragraph on, on the back. On the each back one explaining what was... Absolutely. Yeah. All right, I got one for you. Please do. What are Jack and J- man? I can't speak. <laughs> what are Jack and Jane's professions? Jack and Jane. Yes, and you know the answer to this. <clears throat> Jack and Jane's professions. Yes. Why am I not 
I know it. I can hear it. Oh, this is giving me a headache. No, no, it's not there. Okay. Yeah. Later on in the in the history of this song, as it went down the road, the the intro became longer than the song. Yeah. Would you like the answer? Oh my gosh, it's killing me. Yes. Jack, he is a banker. He's a banker. And yes, Jane, sweet Jane. Oh she my is a clerk. Gosh. Yes, exactly. I'm really surprised you didn't God get that one. And then I could hear it too. I mean, and that I was just like hear it. The the easiest line in that song, like that was an absolute. I gimmick. know. It's like you have earmuffs on. And it's playing <laughs> low on stereo. I want to see. You're it'd like, be great to sit here and see you with earmuffs on while we're doing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so great. Excuse me. Yeah, that is oh, fantastic. Man. That was a good one. I really, uh, I really appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy. I mean, even yeah. though I didn't get it, I really enjoyed that. My brain was doing some heavy work there and just not making it happen. Harder. I was lashing it. Harder. Harder. Okay, uh, my turn yes. for you. They want you to shake the hand that shook the hand of what two people? Boy. Oh man. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm leaning towards like. The dead. You're there. I don't know. You Tell got me. the band. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't come up with it. They want you to shake the hand, to shake the hand of P.T. Barnum, and Charlie Chan. Yeah. U.S. Blues. Grateful there Dead. There you go. There yeah. you go. I never was a huge Dead fan, but there are. Neither was I. But there are six or seven radio tunes. Yeah. That just as long as it's not the live version, because <laughs> um, those are like forty minutes long. Um, that I really, really dig, and like I think there's probably. Three or four of them that I actually know all of the lyrics to. Right. I know a, a, a several people that are big, big Dead fans. Oh, so do I. Yeah, um, they are. They're vicious too. So they're going to be after you after just because you weren't enthusiastic right. in support of exactly. them. Exactly. Not Absolutely. that you said anything derogatory. And they're the, coming uh, for you. Specifics on that. That was Jerry Garcia and Robert Hunter, the writers from the Mars Hotel, is the album. And I do not have the release oh, year damn on that. You. Somehow, I miss that, Mark. Uh, um, probably. Somewhere between 1965 and 1970? 65, <laughs> yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Absolutely. Okay. All right, what do you got for me? I think, I've, this is, I think this is my last one for you on this particular <coughs> go-round. But you're going to love it if you get it. Where do you wish you were eating barbecued iguana? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Um, south of the border. No. Tijuana. Tijuana. Okay. Um, you want to you give me the, the whole the yes, word I hear it actually I, answer? I or? do. Uh, I wish I was in Tijuana eating barbecued iguana. I hear feel a soft wind on my shoulder. I dial it in from north of the border. I know that's not in the right order there. Right, but, right. And I almost rhymed with you when you were a little... Uh, uh, yes, it's there. true. It's true. Yeah. That That is just a fantastic album. And uh, the song is Mexican Radio. And hold on. His name is... It's Wall of Voodoo. Right. And he... Uh, he went on and did a, a really cool thing. solo album. Actually, a few albums. Oh, I can't get his name. Stan Ridgway. Stan Ridgway. And Stan it's not Ridgeway. Stan for Stanley. It's Stan for like Stan. Stan by your man? Like S-T-A-N-A-N or something. I, I, I didn't write it down. But I did notice it when I was looking at the huh. the credits. I had no idea. Uh, Call of the West is the album. 1982 is the year it came out. Kind of a, like today it would be... Racist adjacent. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not blatantly racist, but I mean, right, there's right. a couple of the right. standard tropes about Mexicans, yes. and, you know, that are, yes. are in the song. Um, but damn, it is a really good and really weird. Like that's what I love yeah, about very, it, very, and about Stan Ridgeway. His uh, solo uh, efforts were also 
appreciably just odd. I mean, just I love the way he approached the whole thing and the music that was put behind sure. almost everything. Calling out to Carol. I mean, that song still just runs around and around inside my head. And a whole bunch of other ones. Anyway, Wall of Voodoo was great, and that album was really great. Too um, short-lived. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, both, yeah. Both efforts, the Wall of Voodoo effort and then his solo effort. I mean, they just didn't, uh, I, I just wish there was more. I um, really, uh, I did hear that, we that recently on satellite radio. Wall of Voodoo? Yes. That's yes. nice. Uh, it was, yeah, because it was like, I, I popped up in my seat like, oh, I know <laughs> this. Good. I love this. Stuff. This is great stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay, your, uh, your turn for your last one. I shall uh, deceive you and ask, name two of the three things that were going on outside in the cold distance. Or all three, if you want. Yeah. The song is uh, All Along the Watchtower. Correct. The wind began to, to howl. Soldiers were approaching. Two riders. Right. Was it riders were two, approaching? Two riders were approaching. Uh, wind began to howl. Yeah. Um, and a wildcat did growl. A wildcat did growl. Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know what I love about that, that song? That's a fun one. Is I bet you that 60% of the people that hear that song by Hendrix yeah. do not realize Don't that it's a Bob Dylan it's Bob tune. Bob Dylan. Right. Same yeah. would be said for Highway 61 when they hear the version by Johnny Winter. Mm-hmm. Don't realize that it's a Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan song. song. And that I think doesn't there's another version of uh, All Along the Watchtower by one of your Dave Mason. Yeah, Dave did Mason. All Along the Watchtower. I mean, All Along the Watchtower has been done, but Dave Mason had a, a relative well, had a radio success, right? Yes. right with yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song, man. Great yeah. song. Great yeah. lyric. Love that. Um, the uh, songwriter is obviously Bob Dylan, as we indicated. 1967 is when Bob Dylan released it, and 1968 is when Jimi Hendrix released it. So um, the album, the Bob Dylan album, was John Wesley Harding. The Jimi Hendrix album was Electric Ladyland. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And uh, John Wesley Harding was actually named for an actual real guy whose name was John Wesley Hardin. Hardin, yes, Hardin. Yes, yes. Yeah, that uh, was a, uh, an outlaw. Uh, outlaw, Old West yes. outlaw. Um, the reference to Bob Dylan, you know, these songs that you don't know Bob Dylan wrote, and there is a laundry list of them, of course. I saw a blurb when I was looking up information on this. I, I can't remember when it came up, and I didn't dig into it, but it was quoting, oh my gosh, now his his uh, name has just run out of my head. But it is a, a, a more recent, like a, a 90s vocalist. Tell me, how am I supposed to live without you? The, uh, the guy with the high-pitched voice anyway. Okay. Oh, my gosh. If I don't remember his name, the whole thing's pointless. Anyway, he was commenting on how weird it was that he found himself in a room writing a song with Bob Dylan at some point. And it struck me because it was so, like, two totally different worlds. You know, like the guy... Uh, saying it is ultra pop and there's bob dylan and they're writing a song together so really somebody can go look that up look i can't be bothered to have these kind of details in my head and try to <laughs> try to make sense and remember things um, for crying out loud i heard a song recently by bob dylan called it's all right ma i'm only bleeding i don't know if you know the song you mean I it's had, a recent song or no you recently no i recently song? heard a song it's an old song yeah, yeah. I mean, like 60s song. And I had heard it before, but I'd never really, like, actually focused on paying attention to the lyrics. It's one of those that you need to go and look it up and, right, and, and see the, and, like, read the lyrics read in the their lyrics, entirety. Right, read the lyrical it's content. all, I mean, it's, it's, he's making a very distinct point, but he goes, like, all over the map to make it. Right, right. And it's really complex lyrically. 
Which is what he did. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He, it's he, it's pure Bob Dylan. But I had never. He's really... not the vocalist, right? No, right, right. Well, I don't know. I mean, some of that stuff, like Lay Lady Lay, like he's actually singing soulful there. Yeah, it's not something that you would generally yeah. attribute to. Right, Bob Dylan. Right, you know. But anyway, um, I made a point. I made a note to tell you to check out the lyrics to this song. Right. I actually had it recorded to hit you with. Right. And I thought that's just not fair. There's just. <laughs> There's too many lyrics, and they're too esoteric, and there's no way right, that he's right. going to get them. So I decided that rather than try to trick you with them, I would try to enlighten you with them. Yeah, so no, I don't. And make, uh, and that is an example of the kind of thing where, you know, there are people out there who know all of the Grateful Dead songs. There are people out there who know all of the Bob Dylan songs. Yep. Man, I, d- I don't know the catalog, and that is a deep catalog to I know. Don't, I don't know that there's any catalog that I know all of. Right. I mean, right. there's some stuff... Probably there's an awful lot of Montrose that I'm pretty close on. Right. Um, but that was like a, there was a period there. And then I started listening to music that doesn't have lyrics. You know, yeah, like, yeah, as I yeah, got older, yeah. like instrumental jazz, jazz that kind of Instrumental thing. jazz and blues. And like for me, a lot of the times, giving jazz lyrics can ruin the jazz. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Right, right. And that's, I mean, and that's where some of our greatest fucking singers came from, right? I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, Ella and, Ella. And, and Sarah Vaughn and, and, and Lou Rawls and Nat Cole and I mean right. and the list goes on and on and right. on. But like I'd Louis rather Louis have Prima. my jazz without the Yeah, Louis Prima. I'd rather have my jazz instrumental. Right. So Yeah. Anyway, that was supposed to be the end of the segment was and we supposed took another to be ten minutes. End. So right. and we did what we do. Yes, we're we gonna we're gonna we wrap up this uh, segment of Ask and He Shall Be Deceived. Uh, again, we wanna thank you so much for joining us. It's just it's so yeah, cool. To get, really it's do. so cool to get to sit, sit and do this, and the reason that we get to do this is because y'all are listening to it. That's right. That's right. So hopefully you'll keep listening, and um, we're on to the next thing here. Hey, thanks for listening again, and uh, I want to remind everybody that we are doing this for you. So if you like it, please subscribe and like and pass it on and all that good stuff. Uh, the segment that we're going to start is called Quick Hits. It's really quickly, one line, one clue, everybody should know the song, hit it and move on. Right. If you know the words quick and hits, and you can kind of think about the two, you should be able to figure out what's happening here. Absolutely. So, I'm giving a clue to race. This is Reed of Apes, by the way. You are Reed And of that's Apes. Race of Apes over there. And race's clue is, so long ago, I can't remember when, that's when they say, I lost my only friend. Hmm. I got nothing. Huh. I'm surprised about that one. Uh, anybody out there? You want to call in? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Hit the bat, bat signal. <laughs> Hit the bat signal. That is uh, one headlight Oh, by the Wallflowers. Yes, yes. Jacob Dylan, so on and so forth. Yep. Um, that song has worn well. It was 1996 from the is album really Down the wow, Horse. That's, that's 1996. A long time so he's twice as old now yeah. as he was then. Probably. And when I hear that song, it still really sounds like a fresh tune to me. I mean, I really get a, you know. That kind of vibe from it. Okay, it's you. I live by the river. London calling the clash. Very good. Wow, I can't well believe played. I pulled that out. I cannot believe I came up with that. It's not really my style. When it's you generally not. It. No, no. You, you, you generally uh, kind of stumble All along. All right, are there. you ready for you? I'm ready for me. How about your pops caught you smoking and, and he, he says, says no way. Man, that's ringing something, but I don't. It's not coming to It's me. not a song you'll enjoy remembering if you remember it. If you, if you remember it, you won't enjoy the fact that it's actually in your head. Oh, it's, isn't it Beastie Boys? It is Beastie I, Boys. Fight for the Right, maybe? 
I can't believe you got that. I kind of can't believe you got that. That's not my. That's not my general. I know neighborhood that I live. But in. it's uh, you know it's what this is supposed to be. Songs that are kind of they're in your head whether you like it or not. You probably know it. Uh, BC Boys, nineteen eighty six from the famed album "License to Ill," and I won't go any further with that because we're not supposed to during this part of the show, Graham. Right there, you go. But I do want to go into the BC Boys album "License to Ill." Okay, your turn. Your scarf, it was apricot. That doesn't ring a bell at all. Now, if I said apricot, it might. That's it's a whole different thing. <laughs> Nothing at all, huh? Your scarf, it was apricot. No, uh, not kidding me. You sure? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. You're go so ahead vain, Carly Simon. Oh my gosh, that is uh, that's a good line out of that song to trip me up with. Well, that's my <clears throat> that's generally my intent is to trip you up. So. Where is that? Now I'm listening to all the lyrics of the song. Okay, so it was only released as a single. <clears throat> 19, not only released as a single, initially released as a single. It's 72, and they and they still don't know who she's talking about. There's still, like, message boards on the interwebs. I thought she confirmed that song she, was about mixed, mix, mix Jagger. Mix. <laughs> mixed Jagger. He's one of the mixed tapes, too. <laughs> Certainly mixed something. No, she never did. Uh, it's one of three. Really? Yeah. And that was never on an album. I didn't say that. I said it was, it was released, released as a single. As a single. I, I thought were, you were implying that. No, there was, was no... And I found that a couple of times this week, going through stuff, that there's... Because I, I made a, a concerted effort now to actually have the year and the and the <clears throat> right, right. album available. And right. I couldn't find an actual album huh. that that was on. But it was. I know that I did see the comment that it was originally released as a single. Well, I'll be interested to see what the... Uh, what the comments and input are from our listener, whoever he is or she, <laughs> see if somebody chimes in because I can't remember. It was a very long time ago, and I'm digressing, I know, but I'll try to keep it brief. A very long time ago, that I thought I actually heard an interview with her where she said that it was about Mick Jagger. You but feel free to go and track. That I do down. want to track it down. I do want to look for it. Okay, uh, but if, right, so I you- would say if Wikipedia doesn't have it, it was something that obvious. Um, you know. Yeah. The interweb's going to have it. Okay, your turn, uh, my turn. Your turn. To quick hits you. How about, uh, well, the change was made up town. Nothing. I'm hitting zero for And the big man joined the band. Oh, well, that's uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Yes. Yes, it is. I was trying not to say it with some rhythm. Maybe I should just say it. No, no, no. That's the whole point, right? That song's written by Bruce Springsteen from 1975. And uh, look what I typed in there, Bjorn to run. I mistyped <laughs> that the word That was for born. the uh, release in the Great North. <laughs> yes, that was for the Netherlands release Absolutely. of that song. By the way, I forgot to mention that Jacob Dylan wrote One Headlight. You did. On the Wallflower song. And that the BC Boys, You Oughta, You Gotta Fight for Your Right, was written by Adam Horowitz, Adam Yach, and Rick Rubin. So now I'm caught up on my obligatory. Yeah, and I did not say that uh, Joe Strummer and <coughs> Jones of The Clash wrote uh, London Calling. See now. Yes. What the hell is wrong with us yes. today? We're um, a little And your scarf was apricot would be, of course, Carly, Carly Simon. Simon. Because it was Carly Simon. Yes. All right, uh, your turn to try to Let's trip me Let's try up. not to break this anymore. I like your pin shot. Steely Dan, I can't think of the girl's name. It's the girl's name. It's not Margaret. No, it's... Uh, Wow, I it's really will not let me hear it. I can hear him singing it. Peg. Peg. I kept hearing Jade. Hence Margaret my, uh, Jade, because Peg Jade. is a. Uh, yes, I, d- I don't. Uh, Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, Peg, Steely Dan, and I, I, I was expecting you to get that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Becker and Fagan, uh, Asia, 1977. 
You know, I was just thinking about this because we've I've, talked about the Steely Dan thing before and how we probably can't really trick each oh, other. Oh, no, there's with, plenty of lyrics. I was going to say, there's probably plenty of hidden lyrics and it's a, it is going to be a fun thing to occasionally uh, try. You know what I mean? To see to see if we can uh, uh, trip, trip And the one thing another. is... The Have qu- you or I yet managed to, in any of these so far, trip each other up with a Steely Dan lyric? We haven't tried too many. I don't think... I, I couldn't... I don't... I'm an old man. I don't remember stuff okay, like that. Okay, well... That might work to my advantage because maybe you won't remember the lyric that I tried to trick you with. Absolutely. Okay, uh, here goes for you from me. You won't get this one, but Sunday morning rain is fallen. Said fallen, but it says falling. Which is it? It's fallen. Spell correct. I got nothing. Doggone it. Uh, I didn't think probably you were familiar with all. All I need by Maroon Five. Yeah, they're they're probably not. Yeah, they're more you're, poppy than the kind of stuff I generally listen. listen to. The only thing I'll uh, chime in, and I have another another clue to this that you, you on a different segment that you may know the song, is that this particular album from Maroon 5 is probably the only Maroon 5 album that I would strongly recommend you go and listen to all the way through. Okay. It is, I to me, it's one of the best rock and, I don't want to use the term R&B like soul rock albums okay. from the whole 2000s. Really? I mean, he's got a great voice, and they're it's the a, it's, their music. On, their music on this album is not what their music is on every album following. Okay. It's it's a rock album. I mean, it is so good; it's unbelievable. Anyway, to, and <clears throat> artists and so forth. Um, that was written by all the guys in the band. I'm not going to name all their names because there's six of them there. But uh, it was written by the guys in Maroon Five. That came out in 2002 on Songs About Jane, the album Songs About Jane. It is uh, just a like a really really holds up album. Anyway, your turn. Uh, it is in fact big my fella, turn. and I mean big. Thank you. <laughs> That's not what she said. Um, are you crazy? I talked to her. Are you high? Oh yes. Tick tock tick tock. It's not TikTok. spreading out into the rest of the song. No, I'm not going to get it. Okay. Steely Dan again. Oh, you got me right after I said that. (laughs) Which is why I went for it. That's Dr. Wu. That deserves a hearty F you. Yes, yes, yes. Off of Katie Mm -hmm. Ride, 1975. There it is. is. Are you crazy? Are you high? Or just Just an ordinary ordinary guy? If I said that, I think you'd have got it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Becker and Fagan, as with everything else by them. Or if you'd sound like this, are you crazy? Are you high? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do not do the the New York (laughs) The impersonations? You don't do the media. Sorry about that schnozzle clearing. That's all right. I have a bad schnozzle right now. It's that time of year. Okay, here comes for you. From me, how do I work this? That how do I work this is talking heads. Yeah, it is. This yeah, is not is. my beautiful house. I, 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 yes. I don't know that I know the, that I can come up with the name of the song on the fly. Uh, it's in the chorus. Uh, Water flowing uh, under uh, into the blue again. Yeah, no. What is it? Um, After the money's gone, once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Talking heads. Written by David Byrne with some assistance, as far as I could tell, from Brian Eno. But mostly David Byrne riffing on uh, the music that had been presented in the studio. An interesting tidbit that I found out is that they were going to throw the song out. The rest of the band felt like it was crap. It wasn't going to work. And David Byrne was like, hold on. Hold on. Let's see if we can put a really weird ass video behind it that makes no sense and makes (laughs) everyone uncomfortable. And then we'll release it and it'll be a huge hit. And uh, I just, this thing, the hand, the chopping. Well, well. To that point, the... Um, I don't know what that means. I know, you, uh, since you're bringing it up, the wiki page 
Yes. Was about when the lyrics started hitting him, he started attributing like a, a, the mannerisms of like evangelist preacher okay. and started doing this whole exaggerated body movement thing. And, and he then started verbally presenting the lyrics like that sort of okay. televangelist, sure. you know, thing. And, and that's how it all fell together. Well, then they decided to use the religions and beliefs aspect of whatever twisted thing was going on there. Sure. In some of the background of the video, okay. you know, tie all this stuff into it. But it's about his, um, the thing that came to him was that the, the lyrics that were coming into his head were about how you go through your life doing things that you think you're thinking about. And then you realize that you're not thinking about. You're just doing. Right. You're doing. You're not thinking about program or anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're adjusting your tie. You're putting on your glasses. You're starting the car and going to work. And. And what I'm doing, I'm just doing these routines, and I think I'm actually thinking about what I'm doing. Sure. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was all thrilling, wasn't it? I'm sure you wish I'm, I would just I'm, say that all over I'm again, whelmed. or I'm, that we could I'm, talk about I'm it for another whelmed. 20 minutes. So, anyway, uh, it's you. That would fellow. make uh, it my turn, and we're um, coming up on the end of the segment here. So you want to do uh, one more each? I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, uh, you started, so we're gonna do. I'm gonna do one more, and then. And then we're going to kill it. Gonna kill we're going to shoot it. We the need horse. to be fair and equitable in all aspects of everything that we <laughs> That's do. That's what we need to do. Sure. I couldn't be more It doesn't matter to me at all. <laughs> when you find strange hands in your sweater. I should know that. You right. absolutely I should, should know, know this. And I don't. Yeah. You're sure. I'm not putting that If I hadn't together. laid it out so... If I said, when you find strange hands in your sweater, would that make a difference? No. Okay. Why it's, not? It's Elvis Costello. Every day I write the book. Oh my gosh! Yeah, written by Elvis, Elvis Costello. Costello. Uh, the album was Punch the Clock. It was 1983. Is it? Does did he write everything of his? No. Remember we went through this. A lot of it was. Oh, uh, uh, Dave uh, Edmonds. Dave Edmonds and um, yeah, who's the other rest of Rockpile? Yes. Yes, That's those correct. guys. Those yes. guys. Yeah. At any rate, we did talk about that. Song. Yeah, we did. But so, he certainly wrote a lot of his stuff. Yeah, and he wrote a lot of their stuff. It kind exactly, of exactly right. They were a club. Yes. They were kind of like a mixed apes kind of thing, except there were more than two. And and they were <clears throat> And they better. were talented. <laughs> they were talented, yes, exactly. they had talent. Yes. All right, and so that brings us to the end of You Crap. Should Know This Song, the episode. Yeah, yeah, and we just want to, you know, make sure that you all know how much we appreciate you listening in with us and being here. We have had so much fun doing this, if it wasn't already evident. Uh, again, thanks so much. All right. See you next time. We're out. Hey, that was fun, man. I'm glad we did this one. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, if it wasn't evident in what kind of uh, content you just heard there, what kind of blathering. Yeah, we're, we're having a good time, guys and girls. Um, so much so that we get lost often in the good time we're having. Absolutely. And which is part of the point of the whole thing. Sometimes we run a little over schedule. Too. <laughs> um, we just want to say thanks for joining us. We're having a great time. We, uh, we certainly... Uh, Having you got, knowing that you guys are out there, and there seems to be more of you all the time, yeah, um, uh, that makes it all the more worthwhile. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, if you enjoy the commentary, if you're having fun too, if you want to participate in the commentary, you know, give us a follow, give us a share, um, post something on the uh, on the website or in the comments section, whatever you're listening to, and let us know. Let us know oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, we absolutely want the input um, because the two of us, it's getting a little old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness. It's getting a lot old. We're a lot old. <laughs> we are a lot old. Between the two of us, we're well over <laughs> 10. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, at any rate, the website is youshouldknowthissong.com. We hope you'll join us there and let us know what you're thinking um, while you're there. Just go ahead and check out our uh, page on charities, our blog. We've got a blog. Um, episodes can be played right out of there. Um, there are a number of things you can do. And, uh, you know, list of games, explanation of how we got here and why we're doing this. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah, and let us know what you want to see added either to the, to the website or to the, to the podcast. Right. We, uh, we're always open for, for uh, uh, cre- what is it? Creative? Not creative. What do they call it? Criticism, uh, good criticism. Constructive. Constructive. Constructive we criticism. We're always open for... Something. <laughs> <laughs> Just say that again. We're always open for... I can't get it out. We are always open for constructive criticism. There we go. Yeah, there you go. I just go. learned to talk yesterday. And, um, you know, we want, we want it. We want to hear from you, and we want to know what you think of the show. So, so thanks. thanks again. Yep, and uh, come on back. Please come back and listen again, and have a great day. Be great.